Hello and welcome to another episode of the Compile Swift podcast. I'm your host, Peter Whittem. In this podcast, we talk about everything related to Apple platforms and Apple development, including macOS, iOS, iPadOS, watchOS, tvOS, and any other OS they've invented this week. So with that, let's get on with the show. How's it going, everybody? So this week, I spent some more time working with my macOS application. And what I wanted to do was something that I thought would be straightforward and simple and ended up being a blog post because I was a little surprised how annoying it was to work with. At least the implementation that I came up with doesn't feel clean. So I'll put a link in the show notes. But basically what I wanted to do was I have uh, I, I switch between two different views, two different tabs in the application. And so up on the menu, there's a check mark next to the view, right? So when you select the opposing view, uh, of course, on the menu, I want the check mark to appear next to the new view that you've selected and disappear from the other one. So I thought to myself, well, this has got to be pretty straightforward and pretty simple. Well, it turned out to be a little more uh, involved than I thought. And like I say, I'm not a completely convinced that my implementation is correct. But what I did was basically I added an, an outlet, right, an IB outlet to my app delegate and hooked up my menu to it for the application. And then over in my view controller where I have the, uh, you know, the, the function. So that basically what I did was, you know, I then hooked up each of the menu selections to the function in the view controller, if that makes sense. Again, it's all in the, the blog post. I'll put a link. But basically at that point, it was easy to switch off or to toggle the state of the view that you were selecting, right? So let's say that view number one, you know, had a check mark next to it and view number two is now the one you selected. Well, it's easy to put the check mark next to that because you can just refer to the sender, right? So you would just do something like, you know, sender.state equals, you know, nscontrol.stateValue.on or something like that, right? Uh, so that's straightforward. You know, the, the one that you clicked is very easy to toggle, and you'll see that in the code sample that I put in. But the problem began when I wanted to turn off the other one, right? So now you've gone to view number two, and I want to ch- turn off the check mark next on number one. And I thought to myself, well, this, you know, what I'm doing here doesn't seem right, but um, it works. So I have a couple of different ways that I've, I've put in my blog post to show how I've done it. Basically, what I've done is sort of used, a, you know, an index selection of the arrays, right? So in this case, it's in the, the, the view switching is in the file menu. So it's the, it's the, you know, it's the second item in the array. So with the array being zero index, that would be one, right? So, you know, I've just basically got items dot one, uh, items one, sorry, as an array selection. And then, you know, I tell it, okay, and then the sub menu, where uh, if I want to use items dot zero or, uh, uh, sorry, item zero or item one, you know, I just pick whichever one I want again as a, as an array index and then toggle its, its state or turn it off. Um, and I thought, well, this just seems so contrived, but it works, you know, and then I thought, well, okay, what about if I use, you know, say like tags, something like that. So I put a tag 
on the the sub menu item that I wanted to do, and sure enough, that works, right? So you know, in the example I'm talking about here, you would, you know, you would say, you know, sub menu um, dot item, and then you know, with tag, you know, whatever your tag may be, one hundred in my case. So that works, but again, it just I don't know, it just didn't feel completely satisfactory. But it's all in a blog post, um, so that if anyone else is looking out there to do this, you know, it took me a while to find a way to make this work. So it's nice that I finally resolved it. But I'll, you know, there's a, a link um, in the show notes for the post. It's up on compileswift.com, uh, or if you want, you can just go to compileswift.com forward slash journal. Uh, forward slash 2020-02-16, and you'll see it right there. It's called Changing Mac OS Menu Item States with Swift. So anyway, that was my fun uh, this week with uh, playing around with some menu stuff in Swift. Uh, we will take a quick break, and we will be right back. Time for a break. Break time over. Something else that I wanted to talk about this week was people testing their apps before they, they send them out to the world for other people to use. It's always amazing to me when I'm talking to developers and, you know, these are developers of all varying levels, right? Some some new developers to some very experienced developers. And I always find it amazing when I discover that they haven't really tested their own app. They just assume that everything's going to be okay. Point in case would be something as simple as, you know, they they say that, oh, you know, this app is checked to support, uh, let's say, iPads, for example, you know, tablets. And maybe it's checked to support landscape mode. And they never really bothered to go back and look and see how it looked. Now, you know, scaling up on the iPad is not great, but it's it's not the worst experience in the world. But you would think that if someone, you know, checks the box to say support landscape mode, that they would actually go back and check it. And it's always amazing to me how many developers don't. You know, whenever I'm working on something, I mean, I will sit and spin that device in my hand to, to all orientations just to make sure that the experience is one that's going to be at least usable by a customer. And if it's not, then I'll, I'll try and fix that and you know, again, it won't be necessarily the best looking, but at least it'll be usable. But I'm not going to name any names on, on any apps, but, you know, I have some apps that I, I love to use by, you know, well-known developers. Um, and it just, it amazes me that they never stopped to to really think or, or look at, you know, landscape mode, because I'd like to believe that some of the problems that I find with some apps they didn't check it because if they checked it and thought it was acceptable, then, I mean, that's a whole different kettle of fish, as we say in England. It's just, you know, that would be just unforgivable, I think, if you looked at something and it was horrible and you just were like, I don't care, it's fine. So it's a bit of a bit of a plea to developers to, you know, check those orientations, right? Or to quote one of my favorite films, you know, check those corners. Um just make sure that everything's okay before you send it out to the world because you don't want to be getting bad reviews because you didn't take a few minutes to just check those devices and check those orientations. So check those corners and, you know, give everybody a happy experience. That's it for this week. Um, it's a bit of a brief one this week and I will catch you in the next episode. 